On this episode of the Tough Juice Podcast, I had an opportunity to sit down with my actor and close friend, uh, Robbie Jones, and he had the opportunity to just talk about some of the things that he was able to overcome. You know, red-shirted his freshman year, was able to earn his scholarship onto the team, and how he pivoted into the acting space. We talked about top five actors, top five basketball players, and also getting a tweet from one of the greatest actors out there in Russell Crowe. You do not want to miss what he had to say about that. So be sure to subscribe to the Tough Juice podcast on the Himalaya app or wherever you listen to your pods. We were just talking about, like, when he used to come to the game, he came to Sacramento and everything, and I... <laughs> I did. I told her that. I said I needed that we visit had though that because talk. we had that talk no, for real. Because everybody just assume you all right, right? Because they're like, "Yo, that, that boy, he making money. Right. He, he's straight." Right. Like I was like, "Man, I I needed somebody just to be like, you good?" Right. Yeah, we was talking, and you was you was telling me the real deal, and I was like, "Man, that's not cool." Yeah, that's not cool. It was stressful because you from Sac. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and they had you, know, you out there playing big homie. Big homie, like babysitting. Right. <laughs> like, what is that for? Yeah. I'm not here to do that. Yeah, man. I wanted to play, man. I still right. had a, a passion and a love to play, but uh, every 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 guest that we bring on the show, we always talk about like the beginning stages, sure. how they have to overcome so many different things because now in social media, you see this microwave success right. and people don't understand the grind and the struggle. Mm. So how was your beginning? Oh, man. Shoot, you're you going to take me back. Yeah, man. Talk about <laughs> from the beginning, man. Like, I, I know obviously you're successful, uh, star of the business and everything now, but, like, how was the beginning for you, you know, coming up? Did you have, you know, aspirations of being an actor all the way then or... The funny part is, I always thought I was going to be hooping next to you or something. Yeah, man. I thought I was going to be in the was. league. I'm, no, man. I <laughs> thought I was going to be in the league. And I just I just knew it was going to happen. I was playing basketball and, and overseas. And I thought I was going to get closer and closer to the league. And I was getting further and further away. Ended up playing in the ABA and thought, okay, Matt Barnes is here. And, you know, these guys, uh, Mike Pemberthy and some of these guys that were getting 10 days were there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get my shot. And it just never happened, man. And it just kind of, it was weird because I was out here working out in the summertime at the men's gym, you know, yeah. where UCLA, where all the guys hoop. And a couple guys I knew um, were doing commercials. I'll see them in commercials. And I was like, you guys hoop. Like, how are you guys doing commercials and hooping? And they were like, actually, man, you got a good look. You should try it out. And kind of just long, long, long story short, I, I met with a, a commercial agent. And started taking acting classes and booked a whole bunch of commercials and then booked my first role on a TV series, One Tree Hill. And then it just all just kind of snowballed from there, man. Something so. as simple as just saying, you know what, I'm going to just start doing commercials. Like, yeah. like, where did that consistency come from? Like, when you talk about, you know, uh, just going out there and just attacking something to make it happen. Man, honestly, it was this, it was putting me very young, playing for my father in high school. Yeah. Um, that just, that tenacious, you know, you got to wake up earlier, you got to work harder, you got to do more than everybody else. And people thought playing for my dad was like an advantage, but it was really like harder because <laughs> Coach Jones wasn't no joke. Yeah. He still ain't no joke. <laughs> Heavy. Yeah, he was on me. And uh, he just kind of put that, that, that attitude in me that you just got to outwork everybody all the time. So when I went to college, I was a walk-on. 
Oh, that's wild. Yeah. So that was even more. I had that walk-on mentality where like, I know I'm better than you, 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 and you, but I got to do three times as much. I got to work way harder. And I ended up starting and, and earning a scholarship as a walk-on, which is unheard of. Like walk-ons don't even play. Yeah. And I ended up starting as a sophomore walk-on at UC Berkeley in the Pac-10 at the time. And that was just, you know, it was such a blessing to do that. But that mentality of just outworking everybody and, and getting up earlier and running harder and finishing the sprints faster. I don't know. It, it just was in me from my early age. So when I got to acting, it felt like it was a, a seamless transition because this business is a business of no's and a business of no, you're not the guy. But I just had that same kind of tenacious, I guess, drive to, you know, not look at anything as failure per se, or not look at anything as a no, but just like, I just got to be better. I just got to be better. And eventually, you know, the opportunity, the Lord blessed me with a lot of opportunities and it just worked out. And I've been working ever since I started. So how, how important was the importance of education? Because you went to a prestigious university. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's huge for me because I went to UC Berkeley, graduated from there. And I just know that that education and the things that I learned in college have just been so valuable throughout my life as far as my social interactions, as far as business acumen, as far as uh, social awareness. You just learn so much from people that you're in class with, learn so much from people that you're just walking the campus with and friends and people that you just meet. And then the, the teachers do a great job of teaching you things that you want to learn about. Uh, when, I, when I was in school, I was a... I was a communications, I did communications and I was ethnic studies major. So it was, I just learned a lot about people and yeah. it, it helped me out in my kind of maturation as a, as a young man. The power of relationships. Uh, we just had Cassie Athens, Athena, that just came over and she was talking about uh, the importance of relationships and having like a billion dollar network of this people sure. that she knew. And you said you was a communication major and being in that space, how important is relationships in this industry? I feel like it can be really huge at times. I mean, a lot of times people say Hollywood is all about who you know. Um, it's not all about who you know, but sometimes it can be a lot about who you know because yeah. uh, I personally have got jobs or opportunities to work on projects based on just relationships that I've had. People just call me like they know me, they know my work and like, hey, come do this. You want to do this? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? And other times, you know, if you don't know the right people, sometimes you just are not even in the, the conversation about a project because you just don't know the right people. So that's why you have agents and managers sometimes to, no to kind of mediate that, you know? <laughs> what was your first breakthrough thing? Like, not your first big one, because I, I I think I know your first big screen <laughs> moment that was just like uh, that aha moment, but what was your first thing that you did on the screen where you was like, I, I can do this? You know what? I think it was, the I was watching it the other day, which is very strange. It was the first scene that I filmed on the television show One Tree Hill, which is crazy. And I was like, I was I was nervous, but I was trying to act like I wasn't nervous. And I was playing it cool. And everybody was like, man, you're doing such a good job. And how long so have you been So it was helpful. Doing? Yeah, super helpful. Okay. And I was really blessed to have a director that was an actor, a guy named Paul Jolanson, still a friend of mine. And he directed me so well. And I just remember after I finished that first scene, I was like, that was dope. That was dope. I was just wired. And I remember when I watched it back, I was I see my young kind of 
green energy. And I'm looking at it like, I, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, you all right, you can, you can, you, you, know, you can do this. You can do this, yeah. you all right, you, you know. <laughs> Did you convince yourself while you was watching? Like you was like, oh, okay, I mean, that's what I look like on screen? I mean, you know, it's funny because you want to have that confidence to go like, I can do this, I'm good, you know. Yeah, I'm an actor. I can do anything I want to do. You know what I'm saying? But then when you actually see it for the first time, you're like, man, that was really cool. And I, man, there's something to this. I think I really could could take off with this, you know? Yeah. And man, it's been a blessing. Did you struggle at any time to retain like the content or the information, like reading scripts and then actually going out and doing it in real time? You know, the when I first started, that was my biggest fear, honestly, um, were the words on the page. I was like, I got to know all this. I got to be able to, to intimidate. Yeah, I was like, man, I got to be able to say all this and just, uh, this is a lot of stuff. But I found that it, it, with different techniques, or I mean, not even techniques, it's just a matter of rehearsal. Yeah. You give yourself enough rehearsal time. If, we, if, we, if this conversation was written down on a piece of paper, and we did it a hundred times, the hundred and first time, it'll be easy. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? So it's the exact same thing with acting. You just it's saw muscle memory. Yeah, it is. It's like you do it enough times and it's there. It just it does itself, you know. Once you kind of break down the character and figure out where this guy's coming from, the words just ride on the emotions. So I had a guest on uh Rick Ross, uh Freeway Rick Ross, and he was talking about what he did in the sports space, tennis me and his sport, ironically. Really? And, yeah, he was playing tennis in uh, South Central. Freeway Rick Ross? Freeway, yeah, yeah. Highway Curb Rick service? Ross. Oh, yeah, not, getting it in. Or whoa, Rick and, Ross. No, the, the real Rick oh, okay. Ross. Okay, all right. And his, and his <laughs> idol was Arthur Ashe. Oh, what? That's crazy. So, like, we had four special guests, and now you being the fifth one, that said some of the things that you learned in sports, you applied into your new profession. 100%. So what was one of the biggest things that you took from your sports profession into your, your, your acting career? Perseverance. 100%. The perseverance. Because, uh, as you know, and any athlete knows, in sports, you're going to run up against challenges every time. You're going to run against guys that are better than you, people that are stronger than you, people that have more skills than you, or you're going to run up against a situation where, you know, you're playing a team that's better than you, but it's about going back to the gym, shooting more jumpers, mm. running more sprints, you know, putting more time in, watching more film, and just getting better, and having that perseverance to overcome any challenge that comes ahead of you because you're willing to work, you know? And I feel like that discipline, like I said earlier, was something that I took to act in. And that perseverance and just being able to just do it over and over and over again, fall down, get back up. Okay, I, that didn't work out right, I'll do it again. You know, just that never take a failure as an actual failure, but just a learning experience and just persevering and, and continuing to work as hard as you can. I asked Mark Humanist, I said, how has your success changed your relationship with people? So I will ask you that. Oh, right. how has your your, your success <laughs> changed your relationship with people? Because immediately they see you on the big screen, and it's like, okay, like he he's a he's an actor, he's a star. Sure, you're, you're in major movies, you're in Shaft, you're doing all this this content stuff. But but how has that changed your relationship with your loved ones? Do they look at you differently? It's interesting. I think that 
you you realize you have a lot more relatives. <laughs> <laughs> Second cousin, third cousin. Barbecue got bigger. A lot of the barbecue's bigger, <laughs> and you have a lot more family members, a whole lot more family members, and that can be great. And at the same time, sometimes people think because you have success in one area that somehow that translates in into a way to instantly make someone else successful. And that's not always the case. Yeah. You, you know that. Yeah. And it's like, because you have some success in this area of your life, doesn't necessarily mean that I can translate in that, translate that success into some type of success for you, second cousin, third cousin. I would try. I'll, 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 I'll do my yeah. level best. I, the Lord has blessed me, so I would love to be a blessing to you, but it creates expectations sometimes from family members mm. that you can transform their life somehow. Um, and that's been interesting because you want to be, you want to be as helpful as you can. They're your family, they're yeah. your friends. But sometimes it's like, I, I, I'm doing everything I can to help you, but don't be disappointed if it's not what you expected because I'm not, I don't have a magic wand <laughs> just because I have it's some impossible. success. It's impossible. You know yeah. I mean? And I've heard the funny part is I've heard that narrative from so many people from, you know, on different levels of the game. People who have hundreds of millions of dollars to people who have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. It seems like the same kind of expectations come on you as your success grows. Um, so hopefully I'll be in a position at one point in time where I can do that. You know, yeah. like, hey, everybody, let's all, <laughs> you know, let's join this, do this business, let's do this thing. And everybody who, hey, you, you related to me too? Come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hop on. Come on then. You know what I mean? Hop on the train. So how, like, look, how do you get your therapy? Because I know you, you're doing a lot of work and you have pilot season and now you're a father. Mm -hmm. uh, congratulations Thank on you, that sir. too, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Thank and, and, and I know you speak highly of your family and all the things oh, yeah. that you do, but... How did you get your therapy and your your time where you just be like, you know what, that's your woo side? You know, it's interesting. I, I feel like me and my wife, we pray every night, right? And I feel like there's something to that that's that it gives us this kind of connection and it gives us this kind of disconnect from the world and it just puts us together as me and her and God and we just talk and I feel like it's been so valuable for me and it's been so valuable for her and our relationship and our relationship with God. And I feel like that, that is therapeutic in its own way. Just having a conversation with your wife and God, man, it's, it's, a, it's deep. It's it really, major. Yeah, it really is. It really is. That's funny you asked me that, but that really is, it has been really therapeutic for me and my wife. Have, you know, I, I know there's certain individuals that you probably look up to in the game or mentors you have. Mm -hmm. There's someone in particular that kind of just taking you under their wing and kind of, help you navigate through this business? You know, I feel like early, a little earlier on, uh, Courtney B. Vance, he was really, really good uh, with me. Uh, we did that movie Hurricane Season together and he played my father. Yeah. And kind of after that, I felt like the relationship we had was kind of almost like a, a family type of relationship where, you know, he'd have me come over and and me, him, and Angela would hang out or whatever. And I, you know, he'd come to do stuff. I have I'd invite him and he'd come over and he you know, it was just like he kind of it felt like he was kind of like grooming me in a way. If I had advice I needed, I would could call him and he'd give me some advice. And another person that I feel like has been really 
kind of a, a ear when I need to talk every now and then is Tyler Perry, surprisingly. Right. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's got a lot of knowledge, and I feel like he has a lot of insight uh, as far as the business. And sometimes you, you have thoughts, you know, you just text him or you call him or whatever, and, you know, he's been really good with that too. So I've, I've tried to, to kind of glean as much as I can off of people that I really respect in the business, but I feel like those two come to mind uh, right away. Mentor, mentee. Now, who are you mentoring in the process? Because I know people are starting to possibly reach out to you also. Ah, man. I, I, the crazy <laughs> part is I feel like I haven't really <laughs> I haven't really been doing much because I've been in full-time daddy mode when I'm not working. So I, all my energy and all my life juices have been flowing into my daughter, man. It's, it's, it's been such an amazing ride so far. And I feel like I wish I had more... That's why I'm like, how do I? How do you have so many kids? Because I'm like, I'm pouring I'm like a all, wind, right, huh? right, exactly. I'm pouring all this energy into this little girl. And I'm like, if I had four of them, if I had three of them, like, oh my gosh, how do? And then mentoring and talking to other people, you know what I mean? It's it's tough, you know. And I'm like, I applaud people like you who got all that energy and that tough juice to Appreciate spread around. It, man. Okay, salute, man. Look, I, I always say this, like, and I think it, it speaks volume as someone that grew up without a father. You know what I mean? Uh, I try to always fill the voids that I didn't have. Mm. And it is challenging. It is tough. And now, you know, we have a 25-year-old. We have a 19-year-old son. We have a 15-year-old that's going on 30. Her personality is just through the roof. And, you know, um, I also told you that I have a 9-year-old daughter and an 8-year-old daughter that has been recently diagnosed with T1D, um, type 1 diabetes. So, like, it's been challenging for the family. But at the same time, it's just like we've always been taught to just roll with the punches and just continue to move forward. So, you know, I give them all my time. But I also, like, this is therapy for me. Okay. Like, because I, I enjoy, like, bringing information to the surface. Like, there's so many people that see you on a platform, and I know you personally, mm. and what you've meant to me, your friendship, even though we, we don't see each other every day, sure. we're connected. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. And... I think that that's just paramount. Like, I, I think that I have to share that with the world. You know, guys like you, D-Wade, uh, I, I talk about Mark a lot, Lev, all these people mm -hmm. that's just been, you know, impactful in my life. I like to just, you know, highlight them and just show the world, like, you can learn so much from these individuals. Wow. Yeah, man. That's I awesome. think that's what it's about. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. That's a... I love how you use your platform, man. Uh, you you inspire a lot of people, and the book was fantastic. Thank you, I don't brother. know if I told you that. Yeah, you I'm did. Telling you, I'm telling you, man, on camera, <laughs> the book was amazing. Tough <laughs> juice. It was crazy because when uh, I saw the post when, it, when we first dropped it, and you had uh, sent the post, and you was you was head in it. You was, I, was I, was, it. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, that's love, man. That meant a lot. And then you actually came up to Sacramento, and this showed that love, man. I, I tell you, I told my wife that meant everything at the time just because you're alienated when you cannot do what you love doing and you're trying to find what's next. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I was trying to make that seamless transition at the time, and that visit is something that I needed, wow. you know, where we didn't just we didn't talk about basketball. We were just like, hey, man, how's life? Right. You know what I mean? And you need people to just come in and insert themselves Sometime like that. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was paramount for me at the time, bro. So I really appreciate that. Oh man, please. I I had no idea, but uh, anytime. Yeah, man, no doubt. Out. So what other other individuals in this space, like and other friends that you have, like, 
how do you try to be the best like friend that you possibly could be or just someone that's available even with your own stuff going on like with family your your daughter all that stuff like how do you balance all that i feel like for me the easiest thing for me to do is to respond to people you know what i mean and to reach out to people i mean it takes nothing but a few seconds to send somebody a text to just be like just say how you doing man or like How's your day? How's your week going? You crossed my mind today. Just wanted to say what's up. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how impactful that can be on people, like you said. Clearly. Because I'm thinking about people a lot, and I'm caught up in my own life, and I'm sure they're caught up in their own life. But if you just reach out, you know, pass a note, send a text, <laughs> you know what I mean? Leave a voice message or something like that. You'd be surprised how people respond to that. And I feel like when people do that to me, I like to be quick to get back to them because, I, you know, if I don't have the time to go sit down with them or go, you know, have a full conversation with them, it's easy to just be like, hey, man, think about you too. Good to see you. You know, let's talk soon or whatever. And I feel like just those little points of contact are valuable, you know, when maintaining friendships. Yeah, no doubt. What was the best piece of advice that you ever got from somebody? <sighs> the first one, which is easy, is to keep God first in everything you do. Who gave That's you that? Easy. I, I learned that in church. Yeah, from the beginning. From the beginning. From my parents, from church, from, you know, people around me, my family, aunts, uncles, aunties, and the grandma. You know what I mean? Grandma, when you get off the phone now, grandma, keep the Lord first, baby. You yeah, know? Always. <laughs> always. You yeah, know? Big mom. And I'm like, oh, you already know, grandma. That's where I'm at. And the, the, the other best advice that I got was never to be afraid to invest in yourself. Whatever that means, whatever industry you're in, don't ever be afraid to spend money or spend your resources investing in yourself. A lot of people don't do that. Yeah. You know, they, they they get some money or get some opportunity and they just are frivolous with it. Yeah. You know, spend it and you know, dissipate it to everybody else and then forget about, hey, I'm the product. I'm the thing that that's making this thing work. I have to like how LeBron spends all this money on his body. Smart. Spends all his money on his still, health. Still going. He's still going. And there's a, there's, I think there's a method to that. There's a method to the madness. You know, you spend all that money on, on keeping your product right. Everything else falls in place because you're this valuable product, right? Yeah. And I think that investing in yourself was, that was a huge advice for me. And I, I've always taken that to heart whenever I'm doing anything, you know. You have continued to invest in yourself and have numerous films. You know, uh, you just dropped one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, talk a little bit about that on how you've been able to obtain and have longevity in this space. Oh, boy, I wouldn't call it longevity. I, I feel mean, like bro, I'm just getting going. started. You I feel like I'm just getting game, started, man. man. It's yeah. crazy. I'm, I'm still, hey, I'm still wet behind the ear. What? Yeah, it's coming. It's <laughs> more and more coming. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like it's it's kind of a mixture of all the principles we talked about. It's just, it's perseverance. It's keeping God first. Um, it's surrounding myself, trying to surround myself with people who are like-minded mm. and who have the same beliefs that I have and believe in um, believe in me and, and will put in the effort alongside of me because I can't ask anyone to do more than I'm willing to do for myself. So if I'm going to give 120%, just give 100%. You know what I mean? We, we good. You know what I mean? If we're going to work together. And I feel like when you surround yourself with like-minded people and people who are driven like you, you know, I think the sky's the limit. Was the pressures different for you? Like, rewinding back a little bit, but was the pressures different for you having a coach as a, a father that, that always probably challenged you to be better than the pack? Absolutely. 
It was. It was. 100%. Not just on the court, but in life, too, right? It was tough because um, I I came, I transferred to the school where my dad was coaching for like 20 years before I I, I would go sit on the bench and be at the games when I was five, six years old. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So I grew up with my dad being a high school coach, and my dream was to always play for him. So so you you knew what you was getting yourself into I already. I knew what I was getting myself into. But you wanted into. to be there. And I asked him to be that way. Wow. Because he told me, he was never like a stage dad or like, you're going to play basketball. He was uh. like, you can play basketball if you want to, but I'm not going to force this on you. And- I'm not going to want this more than you want this. So if you want to get up and shoot jumpers, let me know. If you want to stay after school and shoot jumpers and work on your handles, let me know. If you, Because I have the tools to help you be what you want to be. So you let me know what you want to do, Robbie. And I was like, do it all, Dad. Give me, Put me through the ringer. And he was like, I'm going to put you through the ringer. And I was like, do it. Yeah. And he was super hard on me. But I, at the end of the day, it prepared me for not only the next coach, in the next situation, but for life in general, because nobody can be tougher than my pops on me. You know what I mean? But it's all love. So I received it in love, but it's, you know, 15 years old. It's tough to come home and talk about basketball all night. You know what I mean? You talk about the layups you missed in practice. That's crazy. Like, it's like, man, dad, can I just watch TV or something? You know? <laughs> How has that helped your relationship too? Like now, sure. because I saw him at the screening of the movie. Yeah. And I just saw like the joy that he, talked about you yeah, and I, yeah. I saw it in his eyes like it wasn't a sound bite yeah it was real it was genuine and i i, I feel that with my son also yeah because we get up at 5 a.m we working See? out and we going so it's just a different i don't know it's just a different something that that is like can you explain that i feel like he's always been my biggest supporter and fan no mm-hmm. matter what i wanted to do high you know or low I, mean? I played soccer when i was like all the way till I was 15, from like age six to like 15. He was at all the games. He was, you know, he was helping me with soccer. He wasn't the soccer coach, but he knew I loved soccer. And when I decided to play basketball, same thing. When I started acting, same thing. So he's just always been that guy in my corner, making sacrifices in his own life to help me out. You know, if he needed to, you know, give his last this and that so I could go do this or go to that camp or be here. He would do that. He used to, my dad used to drive me from Sacramento to LA to play in tournaments. He, he drive five and a half hours to drive me to a tournament <laughs> to play for an hour to drive back to, to, to Sacramento just so I could go play in the best tournaments out here in LA. That's, like, that's dedication. I'm talking about, this was him. He was, he was always been above and beyond the call of duty, man. Wow. So, I am. Um, it's in the owner's spot, apparently. Oh, the sure. Oh, that's Dean? Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's, I can move it. You know, what? Okay. Uh, I think my keys are over there. Yes. What was the next thing I was about to ask you? Uh, I was really about to get into uh, your big film, like your your your, your first big film. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that that moment like for you? Because you talked about having the nerves and going through that process, and then finally seeing yourself visually, like, wow, I can do this. Right. What was that first big break in that big film for you? 
Well, I think it was where I met you out at hurricane season. Oh yeah, yeah. Because okay. at the time, Forrest Whitaker had just come off the Oscar. He had just won the Oscar for Best Actor for Last King of Scotland. Last King, yeah. And this was his first film after that. And I just remember the whole process of trying to get on this film with him. And I just remember when I got the role, I cried like a baby. I was like, I can't believe it. I'm about to be doing a movie with Forrest Whitaker. It's, it's crazy. crazy. And I just remember. The director wanted us, because we were going to be working together so much, he wanted to, us to meet uh, before we started filming and just kind of get to know each other. So I just remember the first time we sat at a table with me, him, and the director, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here with... Hi, Mr. Whitaker, sir, Mr. Forrest, sir. <laughs> Hi, no, whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Like, And I'm just trying to just... Like, can I, should I talk now? You know, whatever. And we're doing lines and stuff like that. And then it was like, once I got past this kind of, he was so cool, yeah. so cool. Like, you would never even know he had won an Oscar. He's super humble, like, asking me, what did you think about that? I'm like, what did I think? I don't know nothing. Like, was that one of your idols in the, in the business? No, I, I just, that performance made me a huge fan of okay. his. You know what I mean? I just, everybody saw Last King Scotland. Yeah, no doubt. So I just saw the movie. And he had won the Oscar. And I'm just like, I can, he's right there. I touched him. Like, this is crazy. But once I got past that kind of like awe, and he kind of he brought me in and was like, oh man, super collaborative, I was able to just be the character that I was and give him attitude or whatever. And I just remember that was so cool. Just being able to step away from it and watch it on playback and be like, <laughs> That's me over there. Forrest, that. That look at me. That's that's me and Forrest. You see us on the playback screen? You know what I mean? That was huge. And then just just being out there for months in New Orleans doing that film was just like, I mean, I, I was talking about it the other day. It was an experience of a lifetime. Yep. So that was my first big, like, whoa moment. And then that led to what next? What did I do after that? I think I did a, a TV pilot for ABC, and then I I did some more TV stuff, and then I think I I did a I did a bunch of TV, and then um, I think Tyler Perry saw that movie, Hurricane Season, and wanted me to work with him on this that Temptation movie. Oh. Years later, like years later, he had he had had me in mind. For this movie, like, I'm gonna use him yeah. at some point. And so it's just crazy. I, like you said, it's who you know and kind of relationships and kind of work begets work. You know what I mean? People see you killing for the Wizards and they're like, oh, we want him over here with the Clippers. Yeah. At you know some what point, he's like, gonna yeah, be a piece. Exactly. So it's funny how that works with acting too. Yeah. How is that process though? Like, I know, like you said, I'm still wet behind the year, right. years. I still got so much yeah. more I wanna give and stuff. So, what is that process like? compared to like what people always just see with this instant success? I just think it's different. I think it's a completely different, uh, I mean, no disrespect to any, to, you know, how any of that works. I'm not familiar with the, you know, kind of like the, oh, I'm a star because I have that followers yeah. or whatever. I'm learning about that. And there's, I, I'm throwing no shade to that, but I just think it's two different animals. You know what I mean? It's like, this is this, and that is that, and they're both equally as valid. They're things. They're, they're things. <laughs> I just, I don't, I'm not the guy to ask on how to really compare them, because I, I don't have enough knowledge of this kind of, like, insta-fame uh, <laughs> path. I, I don't know that. Yeah, so you know about the grind, the grind side. 
that's just been my experience. Yeah. That's been my personal experience. And that that takes nothing away from anybody else. But you know, I that that's kind of the way I've I've uh <laughs> I've done pretty much most things in, in life. So what's next for you as far as like what you're looking for, you know, in your your, your current forecast, movies and things that you're looking forward to doing? Well, hopefully, the Lord says the same. I will be continuing doing TV and film, which is my passion and love. But I've also started writing uh, over the last few years and uh, have a few TV projects and uh, I think one or two film projects that we have, one that's fully scripted, and we have two pilots that we've written that we're in the process of uh, of selling. So hopefully I'll be a, I'll add producer and writer to my uh, to my official list of uh, you know IMDb credits. Yeah. That's major, <laughs> right? I guess so. I was that was a joke, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've been a writer and I've been producing, but like for people to go, did you did you write the da da da, da or did you produce the? Yeah, that I mean that would be pretty cool too. What are you going for like when you write scripts and things like that? Are you telling stories that? Obviously, you lived through, or you've seen, or you're familiar with, or are you going like the sci-fi route, or like where where you where you going with it? I, I'm a creative. I got a weird creative mind, so none of the stuff that I've been writing about has anything to do with me or my life. Nothing conventional. No, no. We have an esports comedy. Uh, that oh wow. Has, Nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, about an agent and an esports athlete, and uh, another show that's like for young adults about uh, some young clones. It's, I mean, we, we are we we have a whole lot of concepts that we've been playing with, and uh, the stuff that we've been scripting is, is we've been getting some really good responses on. So we're just in various stages with various projects and trying to get them off the ground, man. But that's really been fun. The know? the biggest takeaway from you know, your career or from this industry or from this journey so far has been what? Whoa, that's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> the biggest takeaway. Yeah, the biggest takeaway, man. man. We trying to educate. We trying to educate the these takeaway. brothers and sisters. Man, I think that you 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 trying to stump me here. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Give it to them raw. Give All it right. to them. The biggest, that, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I don't have enough experience to really be able to tell somebody what, this is what you take away from this business because I've, over my, you know, illustrious career, I can tell you so much about, like, but I'm still learning. A, I'm learning a, so much every day, bro. You had a special career already. I mean, I, thank you for saying that. And I, hey, thank the Lord. Thank you for saying that. But I feel like I'm, I'm not... I'm not cool enough to give that answer. Like I really don't have the. I I can't be like so. You should take this away from uh, my mind. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I don't have that. You doing it? I don't though. have that. I don't have that. You maybe you could give me a takeaway from from something, but I can't. I don't have that. I think you have a worldly like view of things. You know, from a basketball standpoint, you travel the world. Yeah. You're educated, and you've made it to the big screen. And numerous times. And I think that, you know, any kid from different walks of life, like they're trying to tap into that space. Sure. So they see what they see on the screen. They're like, how did that person make it? So they try to take all those, the tangibles of what you've done on right. the on the route to your success and sure. just pull away little things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like like for instance, myself, when I talk about basketball, I I'm not 
Kobe in this thing. I'm not a guy that you could tell the, the, the game of basketball without mentioning, but I have like some interesting things that can really help Absolutely. to inspire minds to be a better version of themselves. Absolutely. So like, I know that people are watching and just like, damn, I learned a lot from him or I watched him. Like, how did he get from that to that? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's a grind. Yeah. And I, I just know you have like so many gems you can just drop without even knowing that you dropping <laughs> gems. Because we just having conversations. Because like, even when we talk, and we was like, uh, I, I remember uh, pitching a project at you, and you 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 threw some stuff at me, but you was you was seasoned in oh, the game wow. yeah. where you gave me knowledge. I was like, Damn, I didn't even know to look for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You was like, that don't make sense. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But you educated me wow. without even. I wasn't even trying to. You were just talking. Yeah, just talking to you. See what I'm saying? Like right. it just happened organically. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's deep. I mean, it can be. It can <laughs> be. It can be deep. Um, I just. I, I just feel so blessed, man, to just be in a position where people are interested in anything that I'm doing or yeah. feel like they can watch something and be entertained or be moved. That's, that's really what drives me when I'm picking projects is to, to find something that people are going to be moved by. You know what I mean? Something that you'll be able to watch and take something away from it. It's not like you just brainlessly watch it and be like, oh, okay, that was cool, and then go on to the next thing. I want someone to have a conversation after they see something I did or, or learn something after something that I, I've done on the screen or something like that. Every project, you know, you're not lucky enough to get that, but that's the goal, you know? Yeah, I know you have a broad list, but I'm going to get to your short list because me, I have a broad one also. They say, who's your favorite NBA players of all time? And oh, I'll be like, easy. Man, Kareem, oh, Magic, yes, Jordan, yes, yes, yes. Say uh, them. All, all those. Say those. But start with those ASAP. Please and start with those. To the rest Please of that. start with those. But These what, cats nowadays be tripping. So when you CB, talk, yeah, I, I already know the it. The conversation bro. is wild. It's super wild. Super wild. Who's your greatest? Come on, man. MJ. Top five. Top five. MJ, easy. Did you Kareem. Bam. MJ, Kareem, Magic. You already said the, the easy, the easy <laughs> like top five. You got to have them three in there. Hands you down. have to have them three in there. See, minute in. The other two, you can pick and you can play around with those. But you have like, how do people have these top fives and don't got Kareem in there? Yeah. How do you have? How do you not have Kareem That's in the top five? That's when you don't. so wild. <laughs> it's so wild. And then when I say it, they be like, "What?" I'm like, "Dude, he has thirty-eight thousand plus points." It's. It's unfathomable to think that you can list the top five of NBA greats and not have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in there. Like, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. But I get I get stuck because it's, it's so much wealth of talent. So now I'm going to pivot to this discussion. Pivot, brother. If, Go ahead if, on and pivot. If you have your top five basketball players that, you know, in this discussion, who's your top five actors that you just like that's that's my Mount Rushmore of actors right there. Okay. I'm, I'm giving you the disclaimer, right? This, this is not the top five greatest actors uh, that's ever lived or anything like that. But, like, this is just who I like to watch. Like, really I love... I need to hear this. Like, I love to watch these people. Right? Yes. I love to watch Denzel. Like, boom. Whatever he's doing... I, I'm just like, please, I want to see it. You know what I mean? I love this is gonna these are gonna throw you off because these are people that I like to watch. I love Matt Damon. Like okay. people sleep on Matt Damon. Go back and watch Why Good, is that though? Go back and watch Goodwill Hunting. Oh, come on. 
And you'll be like, this cat is amazing. Like he just destroyed acting. Like he was like oh. range. He has range. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He'll give you Jason Bourne and they give you <laughs> come on. Like, oh man. These are people that I love, right? I love watching Meryl Streep, right? She's only nominated for an Academy She's Award every a year. Monster. <laughs> a monster. I just watched a movie with her the other day. It was like, oh my gosh, how did she do that? Yeah, she's special. Yes. Um, I mean, those those are like the like for me, like up there, whatever you got going on, I want to see it. You know what I mean? Like I must watch. I do searches like on my like just on direct TV. Like I put in the name and see if there's anything out there I haven't seen that Matt has done or that Denzel has done. Or, That's you know crazy. I mean? Um the other two. You you can it give and take it pops in and out you know what I mean my top five the the other two pop in and out I I'm I've really I don't know if I want to say it I really I don't know I don't know if I want to say them because if they're a little they, well, you they, can put they, it out they, there they can be, you can they can put it be, out there you know sometimes it's up and down you know what I mean but I, I I'll hit you with some new talent. We'll, we'll we'll skip the the, the veterans, okay. and I hit you with a couple of people that I really like now. I like what Chadwick Boseman is doing. Okay. I like what Michael B. Jordan is doing. Killing the game. Killing the game. I like my 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 one and only. It's like the staple when you look at women and actors. Angela Bassett. Oh, come on, man. Come That's on, next man. level. Come on, man. Come I, on, man. I think it's her, and then like everybody. Come else. on, man. It's like I. There's so many actors that come to mind. Don Cheadle is one of my favorites. Um, I, I, I don't know. There's just so many people that come to mind that are like, I love watching their work. Um, but those top, those three right there, those are ones that I'm like, I'm, I'm glued in. Yeah. Like, I, for some reason, Matt Damon and 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 Denzel, of course, at the top, they can do no wrong in my eyes. I remember when you you did the screening of uh, for American Dreamer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, fast forward when it actually came out, um, Russell Crowe. Let me go ahead on. Let me go ahead tell on. It, it. Tell me about that moment. Let me go ahead on it and and back the truck up for a second. <laughs> I gotta throw Russ back. See, he's he's in and out. I didn't want to see. That's why I say I didn't want to sprinkle him in there because he's for sure in the top five. But like you know. Sometimes people move around a yeah. lot. Russell Crowe is like the actor's actor, like your favorite actor's favorite actor. Type Dang, of dude, that's right? powerful. And he, to, when he made the comments that he made about my performance, I was like, I didn't know what to think. I was like, it's not this. This ain't right. Like, come on, man. And uh, I think what you're talking about is the, yeah. the, the stuff that he said. So I'll tell you the, the the little bit longer story if you have do you have a second? Yeah, cool. Okay. So the director of American Dreamer, uh, I, I did a film called American Dreamer. I I'm not gonna assume that you know what this is. I did a film uh, called American <laughs> Dreamer uh, with Jim Gaffigan, and the director was Derek Mort. And I was so, invited. Right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh in this film, uh, I play a disturbed young man. No, none of that. So, Derek Bort, the director of the film, right? 
he did a film after American Dreamer with with uh, Russell Russell Crowe, and he he showed I guess he he had shown Russell a copy of the movie before it came out just to kind of give him an idea of kind of the stuff that he had been working on, and the director Derek called me randomly maybe like five or six months ago and was like hey just so you know no he texted it to me he's like just so you know um you have a, a a huge fan in uh russell crowe i just got off the phone with him and he called me out of the blue and just wanted to talk to me for like a half an hour about your performance in american dreamer uh have a good night and i was like <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, what? Who? Like this, huh? Right. I was like, I was like, wait, what? Wait, Russell, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe. Like he was like, yeah, you know, keep stay, stay hungry, keep grinding. Russell Crowe loves your work. He just wanted to talk to me out of the blue about your stuff for like a half an hour. Uh, have a good night. And I was just like, hold on, this can't be right. Oh snap! And he just kept the conversation short, and I was just like, bumps, <laughs> babe, babe, babe. Russell Crowe likes my stuff. I was like, it, was, it tripped me out, right? So then, fast forward to when the movie came out, he starts tweeting about Robbie Jones' incredible performance, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, he's I now telling that. everybody telling the in world. the world, his million and something followers and the people. I was like, why? Like, that's a, me? Really? Dang, thank you, sir. I Man, I don't know what to say. And stuff like that just humbles you. Mm. If you're, I mean, I'm, I, I like to think I'm pretty humble, but like that's that stuff just kind of sits you down and is like, man, God is really good. You know, people are really paying attention to what you're doing, and you're doing something okay. You're doing you're doing something all right. You yeah. know, what I mean, and for him to say the stuff he said was just, it's still been mind blowing, and I'm still processing it to this day. But that was a big moment for me as right. an actor. Bro, I feel it, man, because it it brought me back to when I was working with Isaiah Thomas See? on set at Turner. See? And I was calling the game with him, and I'll never forget, I had Isaiah Thomas on my wall. Zeke. Zeke. The bad boys, on, man. man. So, like, now I'm sitting next to him, and I'm critiquing the game, and I'm breaking down. He said, man, I like the way you evaluate the game of basketball. Like, I didn't even look at it like that. And he said, like, you just put me up on some young fella. And what? I was just like, <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, yeah, appreciate me? that. And, you, you know, you, I was like, you, yeah, it's, a, it's an honor. <laughs> and then afterwards, I was like, damn right. right. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. what I do. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But it was just that's like, how I get that's down. how I do okay. it. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, that made me feel right. so good inside. So I know that feeling, man. Yeah. Definitely. It really is. It would be just like, it would be very similar to somebody like MJ or something just being like, yo, you a baller, man. Yeah, you're killing it. You're killing it. Keep bro. going. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I see what you're doing. I saw your last game. You <laughs> was killing it, dog. Yeah. Like, no, seriously, you was killing it. You'd be like, man. You'd be like, for real? MJ, you th really? <laughs> Thank you, man. Like, what? And you go call everybody and be like, yo, MJ, it's, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's next level, right. man. Right, you go do it. I had, to, I had to ask you this, man. Uh, no time winding down, but like, ultimately, like, when you look at your legacy, in, in in life and in you know your profession, like what do you want that to be? Oh man, that's another good one. Uh, that's interesting. I I really believe that. I, I think I want people when they think about me and think about the things that I've done. 
I think I want them to to know that the things that I did were from uh, a good place and for a good reason. You know what I mean? I want my daughter to be able to look at her dad and go, I'm proud of that guy. You know, like, I think he did everything that he could do to make life great for me. You know, I want to be a great father. I want to be a, a great friend. I want to be an amazing husband. You know what I mean? Like those are the yeah. things I want to be remembered as and, and looked up as. And and of course I want to be a great actor or a great businessman and a great writer. But I think the the core for me is about family. You know what I mean? How your family views you, the people that are important views you. And if I can leave a legacy of being an amazing father, a fantastic husband, of awesome son, you know what I mean? I think I've I've done okay. You know what I mean? Appreciate that, bro. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. And I think you're all those things oh, in thank above, you, family. Come on, man. And I might need you tonight to suit up and uh, play a little hoop for us, too. <laughs> <laughs> My thank man, you, of course. <laughs>